Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushku and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so abundant. On this podcast, I break down the process of manifestation into concrete, tangible, and actionable steps so that these aren't just cool concepts that you understand on a conceptual level, but instead you are able to apply them on the get-go to start creating big shifts really fast in your life. Because at the end of the day, you can know all the things, but knowledge is an elite potential power. It's what we do with this knowledge that really determines if we are able to create the groundbreaking transformations and changes that we desire in our life. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you get notifications when I upload new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. So freaking grateful that you choose to spend this time with me. And yeah, let's dive into today's topic, which I'm really excited about because we're talking about how David Beckham, legend, how David Beckham manifested his success as is The Rage. His documentary just recently came out on Netflix, Beckham, which is a four-part documentary. And I just managed to finish it on Sunday, uh, sorry, Friday, two days ago. I actually devoured the whole thing. I mean, it's four episodes. I watched it in two nights itself. And I wanted to share my thoughts because I don't think he, well, at least not to my awareness, that he intentionally manifested his success. But at the same time, he is the embodiment of what manifestation really entails. And I wanted to share my thoughts so you can really see how manifestation works and why, you know, vision boarding, affirmations, crystals, they're just the icing on the cake, but it comes down to who are you being on a fundamental level, because that's really what is determining how your destiny, how your reality, how your future unfolds. And I realized over time that I love watching documentaries like Beckham for example, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he has one on Netflix, which I highly recommend as well. I think it's just called Arnold and even Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. And again, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I really am a huge fitness buff in that sense. I love working out, but I wouldn't say I'm a sports person. Like I don't play sports. I don't really watch sports unless it's like a world tournament and maybe like the last couple of games. But I love watching these kinds of documentaries because it's just such an eye opener to see how success is really created. So often we see someone's end result and we forget that every single person has a backstory and it's never rainbows and unicorns. So often it's so easy to victimize ourselves thinking that we've been dealt a hand or that we're never going to make it past where we are currently at or we're asking for too much. But every single one of these legends, whether it's Michael Jordan or Arnold Schwarzenegger, David Beckham, They started out like ordinary people, like you and me, and they just did the work. They just leaned in. They just got so unapologetic about what they wanted, and they did not stop at all. They just kept going, and they all were met with so much opposition and various reasons to quit. But here's the thing is that when you quit, you also quit on your dreams, and you keep yourself stuck. And so I wanted to 
kind of dive into the documentary. Don't worry, there are no spoilers as such because it's just a recap on his life and everything has been in the public. So don't worry if you haven't seen it. And so I'm just going to share a few points that I made note of. So the first one was, it reminded me of Oprah Winfrey's quote on preparation and this idea of luck and being at the right place at the right time. And so often we hear people chalking it up to, oh, it's just a lucky break or I'm not so lucky, whatever it is. And I love her quote. And it's, and what she says is, I believe luck is preparation meeting opportunity. If you hadn't been prepared when the opportunity came along, you wouldn't have been lucky. Wow, that is amazing. I love it because so often people are operating from an energy of waiting, constantly waiting for something or someone to show up in their life before they start changing, before they start taking action. And it's, again, wanting a desire so badly, yet still committed to their old ways of thinking, acting, and feeling. And so their habits and their overall energetic presence and the way they're showing up for their lives it actually comes from an energy of, I don't think I'm going to get what I want. One of the most fundamental laws when it comes to manifestation is the law of expectation. You don't get what you want in life, you get what you expect. And our actions are really indicative of what we expect. Because when we expect things to happen, we start moving in that direction. Similarly, that if I'm going on holiday, I expect to go on holiday once I've booked the ticket. So I'm not waiting until my feet hit the sand before I start shopping or start researching and planning the itinerary. No, even if it's months away, I get excited. I start to buy a wardrobe that's beach ready. I start to look at the most popular restaurants in that city or that beach area. I start to look up the embassies of the hotel and I just get really ready for the trip so that when it comes, I'm good to go. And that's the thing right now when it comes to even how you, whether it's you're manifesting success in a football league or anything else is how are you showing up? And is it kind of a place of I know what I'm getting is mine and I'm taking action from that expectation? Because here's the thing is it might look like David Beckham got a lucky break when he was 15. But what about the 15 years when he was born, all of the years of consistent training, he built so much momentum. And obviously it was inevitable. It paid off. There was one part in a documentary we talked about how his dad kept making him do corner kicks. And it was really frustrating because every time his dad would give his own commentary. But guess what? Those corner kicks became his signature. And those corner kicks led to so many goals, which led to winning so many tournaments. So again, that's the first thing. It's preparation. He is an embodiment of what it means to build momentum and to prepare for your success with that deep knowingness that it is coming and I'm going to get so ready so that when the opportunity comes my way, I'm going to be the best and I'm going to be able to take it and run with it. No pun intended. The second aspect, which really stood out to me was how grounded he is in his values, whether it's grounded in his values in terms of his family. You could tell also that he's just a very kind man, the way he talks to people. And again, I, I know people can be like, oh, but it's you, you see only a sliver. And I'm sure, but there was so much consistency, just the way he was conducting himself, himself and even the way his teammates, to have that many teammates to talk so fondly about you, it says a lot about your character. And even in terms of, his willingness and ability to let go of anger and grudgery and resentment. There's a huge chunk of the documentary where he talks about his 1998 incident during the World Cup where he kicks 
um, I think his name is Diego Simeon. And this player then admits that he didn't say it straight up, but it kind of implies that he planned for to aggravate David Beckham, which led to him getting sent off. But to then be able to call this person onto a documentary of your life and actually have a cordial relationship with that person, that it really says a lot about your character. And your values essentially are your moral compass. And if we don't even know what our values are, that's where that internal misalignment kicks in. But the more secure you can get and really get to know yourself, what are my morals, what are my values? You could be in Madrid, you could be in London, you could be in LA, in Miami, any part of the world faced with any circumstance, but you have this pillar as David Beckham shows to keep coming back to. And the more grounded and aligned you are with these values, that's when that alignment gets married back to you. And I mean, it shows whether it was opportunities coming out of nowhere, getting paid extortionate amounts, being blessed with four beautiful children and so much more. Another point that really stood out was his level of self-trust. He trusted himself to pivot when it made no sense to others, whether it was in terms of his career going from Europe to LA, which sounds ridiculous. Even I was I was waiting to really understand why. But I mean, that's it. It's trusting your choices, that intuitive nudge, even when it doesn't make sense on paper, trusting his decisions to shave off his hair, trusting himself to wear purple to his wedding, and so much more. And here's the thing is that the more you can build self-trust, and confidence in yourself, the less you rely on other people's opinions, because I say this all the time, nobody knows what's right for you better than your intuition. And when you can really hone into that relationship with your inner being and pay attention to those intuitive nudges, you're taking action from a place of alignment. And that's when you get led to something better, to something better. And sometimes it doesn't make sense on the get-go, but then it leads to something so much better. And for example, I don't think David Beckham went to LA Galaxy with the expectation that one day he's going to own that a team in Miami with when uh, Lionel Messi is playing, but that's exactly how it unfolded. And I truly believe that if he didn't go to LA Galaxy, that interest in American football uh, or soccer <laughs> would not have come to his forefront. Another big one was the importance of emotional regulation, emotional intelligence, and just managing your emotions when it comes to success. Any kind of success comes down to your ability to manage your emotions. Because if you are impulsive with your emotions, if you are constantly reactive, you will be, you will find yourself, sorry, letting go of amazing opportunities, ruining what could be incredible relationships and shortchanging yourself. He shows this in the 1998 when he kicked Diego Simeone came from a place of anger, was not able to control himself in that moment, and it cost him a lot. The amount of abuse, I was shocked. I mean, I, I know it was probably hard. And I remember being in London when that game happened. And yeah, he did not get good press at all. But I didn't realize the degree of emotional bullying he faced from the entire country. And it cost him a lot for two years to put up with that. And But that leads me to my next point is the importance of having courage and grit to keep showing up even when an entire country judges you and attacks you and being able to stay true to yourself. Because the reality is, is that's easy to show up when life is well, when you're getting the kind of validation and feedback you want, it's so easy to show up. But who are you when you're not getting the validation you want? Who are you when people aren't agreeing with you? Who are you when people are judging you? Who are you when people are attacking you? Can you still maintain your alignment with yourself? Can you still have the courage and bravery to show up? 
There was another um, clip where it shows that when he decided to move from Real Madrid to LA, he, the manager, the Real Madrid manager was pretty pissed off. And so he made David Beckham train alone for a few days. I don't know if it was a few days or a few weeks, but anyways, he was training alone. And it's so easy for someone, especially someone at David Beckham's level to be like, you know what, screw this. I deserve better. I'm not going to go and, you know, come from a place of total ego, but he still went, he still went for every practice, even if he was training alone. And because of his ability to do so, his humbleness, he brought around. He brought about a change in his manager, whereby his manager asked him to come back and train with the entire team. I think that's such a beautiful example of the concept in manifestation that everyone and everything is you pushed out, and we forget that we're all interconnected. And we can actually, the way we conduct ourselves, can actually bring about a change in the person in front of us. But a lot of times, we're just conforming to how people are treating us, and then we're both attacking one another. But again, it's. If in those moments where you're not getting the kind of treatment you deserve, but if you can still come from a place of total integrity and being true to yourself, valuing yourself and not letting affect the way you conduct yourself, it is going that that level of alignment, that level of internal validation and integrity, it will always have a positive effect on the other person. Because when you are not operating from a place of ego, you naturally allow the person in front of you to let go of their ego too. And then guess what? you actually taking your power back and being able to change that dynamic, which is exactly what he did with his Real Madrid manager. And in addition to whether it was the 1998 situation in the World Cup or with Real Madrid, it's giving yourself permission and the nudge to keep going regardless. There's so much on the other side. And he could have so easily in 1998, out of shame and out of guilt and out of self-judgment, thrown in the towel, put his boots up and said, you know what, I, I can't handle this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play anymore. I'm just going to go into isolation and hide myself, which is very easy to do, to cop out, but it comes from a place of total weakness. And had he done that, he would have left so much on the table. And I'm not just talking about cash. I mean, he manifested a lot of money, which we'll get to in a second, but even that level of fulfillment he got the years following that and the level of respect he garnered after such an incident, that is really what the journey is about. It's can you still keep going? Because whatever intensity of discomfort you're feeling, there is the same level of intensity in terms of positive emotion on the other side. But if you give up, you're never going to be able to access those positive emotions. And he is just living proof of that. And another thing which to add to this whole scenario is the important the importance sorry of community especially in tough times he refers a lot to how having his man united family really helped him to move past this these two years and as much as it's nice to have people to socialize with and to go out with and experience life with i truly believe that relationships the importance of it comes down to these moments do you have people when shit hits the fan who really have your back because that's the real test of a relationship that when things aren't going as well as they could can they still provide that level of safety and grounding because I know personally when someone I care about tells me I got you I'm here for you or something along those lines my whole nervous system just stabilizes because yes it's really important to have our own back and to create that safety within ourselves but there's so much value in intentionally surrounding yourself with people who are there for you in the tough moments, who have your back. And it's these kinds of relationships which allow us to move past these hard circumstances because that's life. 
no matter who you are, you're going to face a struggle, whether it's being, um, sorry, getting a red card in a world tournament and letting a country down, whether it's going through a divorce, whether it's going through a miscarriage, whether it's losing your job, going bankrupt, facing a health issue. There's so many unwanted circumstances that we're all going to experience in some form. And that's when having built that foundation of support and really and healthy, secure relationships is so important. And another, um, another point out, which I have to touch upon since we all about money manifestation here and knowing your worth and value is the importance of honing your skill, honing your skill unconditionally, and also knowing your worth. So often we're arguing for our limitations and bending our worth based on what we think others can pay us or whether people can afford us and so forth. But David Beckham, he was on another playing field. He honed his skill, his skill to such a degree. He knew his worth and he also detached and trusted that he will get that money from, from a team. Zero attachment where that team would come from and here's the thing i think a lot of times we haven't even if we have an idea of where the money can come from or the desire can come from we instantly shut it down because of what we're seeing in front of us and in the documentary it shares that he received 250 million dollars at la galaxy whereas the other teammates were getting twenty thousand dollars per year so just think about that for a second that most people who would approach that would be like, okay, you know what? I I believe I'm worth $250 million, but they're only able to afford $20,000 $20, per team member. So maybe, I sh maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I should lower my rates. Maybe they won't be able to afford me. But here's the thing, circumstances don't matter. The only reason why they keep showing up is because you keep arguing for them. But instead, if you can just stay true to yourself, know your worth and value and trust that, okay, they're gonna, if this is what I'm meant to be, they will find a means in which they can invest in me. And if not, then I will go towards who maybe is able to do so. And like I said, $20,000, $250 million, same team, but the difference is the level of skill and the person knowing his worth and value. And another point, which I have two more that I wanted to share, is the importance of authenticity and being true to you, even if it pisses people off, even if people don't get it. You know, whether it was a circumstance where he was wearing a purple suit or the fact that he in, became a brand while playing for Man United, even though it really pissed off Alex Ferguson, he went on to do it, but he stayed true to himself. He's like, nope, I really love football. I'm committed to Man United, but I also have more to give and I also want more of my life. And therefore I'm going to open myself up to different brand opportunities because that's the reality is not everyone, not everyone around you is going to get why you're doing something or maybe agree, but it's valuing your own sense of internal validation. That is the only validation you need. And the more you can get okay with yourself, the less affected you are by other people's judgments. And then lastly, it's the importance of creating streams of fulfillment at every stage of our lives. So often we hold on to what has always been and forget that there's so much diversity in life. There's so much diversity in terms of what can bring us joy and fulfillment. And the more we resist it and hold on to what was, we only create our own misery. He could have so easily held on to foot, like playing football as his only source of fulfillment, even though his body was on the verge of breaking, even though he had passed his prime, 
And now he probably wouldn't be able to perform at that level. And guess what? He would have been miserable. But instead, he accepted, again, the importance of acceptance, accepted this is where my body's at. I've had an amazing run up until now, but I'm still going to find other ways to feel fulfilled, whether it's through my family, whether it's through fashion and other brand collaborations, whether it's owning a team, whether it's through my family, but being open. We live in an abundant universe whereby there's an abundance of ways to feel joy, to feel fulfilled and, you know, giving ourselves permission to pivot that, okay, right now he's not able to play football the way he used to, but he could still take his passion for football, his desire to make money and turn it into a different source. And in his case, owning a team. Well, yeah, I think he, I don't know if he fully owns the team in Miami or if he has shares in it, but anyways, he has a huge involvement. And here's the thing is, and this is something I say in every podcast is you don't manifest what you want. You manifest based on who you're being. And after the documentary, I Googled his net worth. Tell me I'm not the only one who does that. And I think it was about like 400 million pounds or something along that line. And it's so easy to, again, to look at someone like him and be like, wow, he has so much wealth, but it didn't come out of nowhere. That money, it's just a byproduct of who he has become. He became a brand and then he brew, sorry, he, then he drew in brand deals. He became so good at football and he attracted the opportunity to play for Man United. He stepped into the fullest expression of himself, whether it's being authentic, acting from a place of integrity, being grounded in his values. And in that state of abundance and being his most truest and authentic and fullest self, he attracted more abundance out of nowhere. And the reality is, and I think this is my biggest takeaway after the do after the documentary, well, clearly I have so many takeaways, but one of the biggest ones is the best stories have their ups and downs. Life is not linear. And as much as we want to hold on to this notion that's always going to be hunky-dory and life is going to be great, that's a pretty boring life to live because it's through the low moments where we grow, where we expand, where we experience, where we are forced to let go of what's no longer working for us so that we're able to open up ourselves to new forms of abundance and expansion. And whatever stage of life you're in, it's making peace that life is not linear, but life can be so beautiful, so abundant and so fulfilling. And the more I embrace that fact and the more I lean in, that's how I'm able to navigate the low moments and turn them into high moments. Because when I can lean into those low moments, that's when I get catapulted forward. And on a separate note, before I wrap up this episode, I also really love how down to earth Victoria Beckham came across when she was in Spice Girls, which by the way, I was a huge Spice Girls fan. Tell me I was not the only one. I feel like the media really painted her as a different image of who she came across in this documentary. Like she just seems so chilled. Whereas she in like back in the day, she seems so stuck up. So like self-obsessed, but she just seemed like such a normal human. I mean, I mean, normal is arbitrary. I know that, but she just seemed like such a, yeah, such a down to earth person. And for whatever David Beckham is, she is due credit because a lot of his success, his success is only because of her. To be able to travel all over, over the world and take your family with you, it takes a really strong woman to be able to support you. And so, yeah, kudos to her as well. And I'm curious, if you have seen David Beckham's documentary on Netflix, I would love to hear your takeaways. Um, I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway. Come and let me know if you enjoy this episode. And meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. 
If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushbu.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.